guys, welcome to another episode of The Afropreneur. My name is Blessing Abeng, as you know, and with me is the lovely Uwem, Uwem Akpan. Woo! It's holiday version. <laughs> Happy holidays, guys. So. I've been so busy. It's not an excuse. And um, guess what? This recording is happening on the road. We're practically driving right now, but hey, we have to churn out content. We have to give you what you so dearly yearn for to help your business grow at whatever cost it comes at, even if it's driving and recording. So we'll be meeting up with Caesar today and we would share he's going to be talking to us about entrepreneurship and leadership, the the relationship between entrepreneurship and leadership. You see, you can't be an entrepreneur and not expect to be a leader. It, it, does, it goes hand in hand because you're going to have to lead a team. You're going to have to share your ideas. You're going to have to talk to people. So how do you effectively balance the two? Yeah. That's what Cesar is going to be talking to us about. What are the essential leadership qualities of an entrepreneur? So the next voice we'll be hearing will be Caesar. Over Enjoy. to you, Caesar. <laughs> Yeah, so my name is Cesar Vule. I am a Ghanaian. Uh, I'm, I like to think of myself as a social entrepreneur um, and a you know and a businessman. So yeah, I, I do business consulting, business business advising, and I, I try to you know pursue exciting business opportunities wherever I am. Hmm. So, um, <laughs> what can you tell us about your recent project and what was the motivation behind it? Okay, well, um, I suppose you mean Nested Savings. Yes. Um, so Nested Savings actually was founded in the U.S. I, I went to school, I did high school and university in the U.S. And uh, while I was in school, I, I developed a passion, you know, a strong passion for for doing service work, you know, for, for building communities. And uh, towards the end of my time in college, um, some friends and I, you know, actually I met a Ugandan friend who told me about, you know, um, the poor living conditions in northwestern Uganda and wanted us to try to see if, you know, we could we could try to do something about it. So um, we recruited some other friends and started, you know, developing a plan to use poultry farming as a way to lift impoverished, impoverished farmers out of poverty. And we received some funding from the Resilient African Network. Actually, it's from USAID through the Resilient African Network. And uh, so I've, I spent the past 15, 16 months in Uganda building a country office and essentially rolling out the project. And what the project essentially does is that it gives these uh, small-scale farmers the, the inputs and the resources to start poultry farming. So they give them a house, give them like 10 chickens, and the poultry feed, but it's all alone. And then what happens is that you collect the eggs when the chickens start laying, and we sell the eggs, okay, in, in, in readily available markets. Then we give the farmers back 60% of the profits, which they divide into income and savings. So we keep the savings and we give them the income. The income is 20%, the savings is 40%. So that's 60% of, of, the, of the total profits, right? Yeah. And then the other 40% we take back to, you know, recover the loan we gave them and to cover our operating costs. So, um, so far we're doing that with 35 households. We've reached over 300 people through that project and uh, through partnerships with the, with the Ugandan and the French governments, we're hoping to be able to reach uh, about 10,000 people by the end of next year. 
So um, as I mentioned earlier, that's that's moving on really well, and I'm in Ghana right now trying to see if we can replicate, you know, nested savings here in Ghana as well. Okay, okay, that's that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, just to add, yeah. uh, my co-host is here. Blessing, blessing. Hi. Okay. Lisa. Hello, blessing. That's a nice name. Thank you very much. You see, that, that's easier to understand. UM, I don't know what you want to say. Blessing, we know what that means. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, so, in, cool. in, forming your, in forming your team, um, mm-hmm. how, did you, how did you form your team? How did you guys, you know, come together and agree to work, work as one? Yeah, interestingly, uh, there were, so that my, my team, there's a US team and then there's a Ugandan team. Um, so I told you that I had met a Ugandan friend of mine. He was mostly responsible for assembling the, U- the Ugandan team, which ended up comprising of, you know, his friends that he had uh, done previous projects with before in Uganda and specifically in that region. And so he knew that, one, they were passionate about uh, social development work, and, and two, he also knew their competencies. Then I basically did the same thing in the U.S. I, I had founded a Rotaract club. You know, you know what the Rotary club is, right? So I founded a Rotaract club in the U.S. and I basically recruited from that club people that I had worked with for two, three years. You know, doing service work across the U.S. And so I also knew that they were passionate about service work. I knew what their competencies were, and so we recruit, I recruited five from U.S. I think he recruited about three or four from Uganda and then it became my job to sort of put both teams together and you know harmonize communication uh, you know assign roles and things like that so it was it was I would say primarily the the, the combined effort of my co-founder and I Wow so what has leadership been like for you you know as an entrepreneur and the founder of a business you have to manage people mm. What are major mm. pointers you have noticed so far? Threads, lines that you think other entrepreneurs can benefit from? <laughs> cool. I think that's, uh, for me, I think the most important thing, you know, um, that every leader must have is a vision, you know, and and you need to, you know, the, the, the one thing I always say that entrepreneurs are not simply businessmen and women. I think that, you know, businessmen and women, for the most part, go into business for profits. You know, entrepreneurs have a vision of how something can be better, you know, how a problem can be solved, and, and, and you know, how they can create opportunities for other people. And, and so that vision is what drives them, you know, to, to take risks, to make sacrifices. And as a leader, it is, it is primarily, or it has been my goal primarily to get everybody on the team to understand that vision. It's important that people are not just going through the motions, but they truly understand the, the end goal or the desired end goal. Is that is that making sense? Yeah. yeah. So, as as an entrepreneur and as a leader, I think my primary my primary task and my primary mission has been to get to get um, other people to enroll and believe in the vision and and, and commit time and resources towards towards getting there. Um, I also think that you know. Uh, I've had to learn how to uh, have people lead alongside me, okay? Not just that you're the leader and you do everything and you, and you give commands and you just give out instructions and blame people. You know, once people understand the vision, you're able to teach them how to also lead in their various capacities. 
you know, so that uh, people are constantly innovating along with you instead of just looking up to you. And when we started, it was kind of like that. Everybody just kind of looked up to me to tell them what to do. But uh, as a leader, I was able to teach people to lead in their own ways. And so now they're they're also, it, it, it's what makes it possible for me to be in Ghana right now. You know, telling people what to do, but I can be in Ghana and, and try to expand the organization. So teaching them how to lead also, and just taking responsibility for the goal. You know, at the end of the day, I can't blame or, or you know point fingers at anybody else if something goes wrong. I always have to step up and take responsibility and, and try to innovate around the problems that we face. And I'm sure you know that there are hundreds of thousands of problems that every yes. entrepreneur faces. So, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, um, so what, what, what has been the hardest decision you had to make as a leader? <laughs> the hardest decision I've had to make as a leader? Uh, uh, let's see. I think the hardest decision was, was leaving Uganda, actually. You know, um, like I said, I went to Uganda to build a country office and a, and a, and a country team over there, and for the most part, all of that kind of felt like my baby. You know what I mean? And so I was actually supposed to be in Uganda for three months doing all of this stuff. And I ended up staying for 16 or 7, or well, I think it's 15 or 16 months. So every month I kept pushing it back because I, I was having a hard time leaving to come and start things here in Ghana. And, and I think that's uh, getting to the point where I could trust that team over there right and say that listen you guys i know that if i'm i'm halfway across the continent you guys can still move things forward and you guys can still do a phenomenal job even though i'm supporting from you know from ghana uh i think that that was hard for me to do and you know the way the work culture is and <laughs> i i don't like to stereotype our you know the people of our continent but generally you know this the support attitude towards work especially because we're working in a remote region there's a poor attitude towards work. People haven't really fully embraced the values that I like to see in, in my in my organizations. And so uh, even though we had taught them those things, we hadn't really pulled ourselves back or I hadn't pulled myself back to see if they could implement them without me. So uh, I think the toughest decision was to step back and let them take the lead on, on operations over there and, and, and see how things unfold. And so far they've been doing they've been doing quite a great job. Okay, so um Talking about government and governance generally, what do mm. you think is the entrepreneur's role in that? Do you think entrepreneurs should be allowed to have political positions so that they could replicate what they have in building a business and also running a country? Absolutely. I, I think, I, you know, the, the, the cool thing about entrepreneurship is that, you know, it's not at least uh, for a legitimate entrepreneur, right? I've, I've noticed that it's not just something you wake up and you go to and you come back home. It's something that becomes part of your life. You know, you, you see a problem uh, in your room or in your house and, and, you're, and you're constantly thinking about how to solve it. It's not that when I'm out there, I'm solving problems. And I say that because, you know, in, I, I believe that, you know, in government and, and, and in public positions, your job is essentially to solve problems, right? To make things better every day. And entrepreneurs are people whose primary desire and passion is to, is to solve problems, innovate and make things better. So we're going to have people, and by the way, I have, uh, what do you call it, public aspirations, you know, later down the line of <laughs> being <right> involved. <laughs> yeah, so 
I was actually talking to someone about that yesterday. So I I I I I completely agree. I think that um, no matter what you know field you're 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 coming from, engineering, farming, uh, teaching, you know, medicine. I think that there needs to be an aspect of entrepreneurship. You know, in 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 the people who who lead and govern us. I don't think we're going to be able to solve our problems any other way. So what are your final words in conclusion to African entrepreneurs? Um, <laughs> I I think, I suppose what I would say is, you know, if you have, here's what got me on my journey, right? I watched a TED talk, and it was actually about physics, but the guy said something and said that if you come across an idea that keeps you up at night, and you know maybe keeps you up for multiple nights don't let that idea go get up and and work on it and and make it happen and i think that you know especially on the african continent our entrepreneurs our young entrepreneurs you know once we start to we, we are passionate about something but there are a lot of challenges you know more than there are in in in, in other parts of the world so i would say that you know if you have that passion don't don't let the obstacles stop you you know innovate your job is to innovate around problems and so, you know, fight through all the challenges, think deeply about how you can innovate around every problem. And I think that's with time. It might take time, but with time, uh, you, you, you'll be smiling. You'll be happy about the kind of results that you can create. Thank you very much, Caesar. That was so amazing. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been a great honor. Don't make you forget how you hoped, how you longed, how you wished, how you believed. Say you fit to anything you want. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> that was so informative. I actually really like talking to Caesar. He has a lot to share, he has a lot to say. And for real, though, I think it's high time entrepreneurs start running for presidential positions. I mean, look at Trump. Yes, I mean, to, no, it's not about Trump. <laughs> to lead a business, to make a business successful. Successful. There are certain features that you need, there are certain qualities that you need. And I don't see that different as as for a politician. You have to be, you know, tenacious, tenacious. you have to be smart, you have to be innovative, your solutions. I mean, an entrepreneur can actually feel positions. And I, I believe that very, very strongly. So um, one of the essential qualities of, of, um, of one of the leadership qualities of an entrepreneur is, is the can-do spirit. I mean, what 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 do entrepreneurs basically we we find we solutions do when to problems. There is yeah, and and then an exactly exactly that can-do spirit. We say yes, we can. Like Obama, we we look at the challenges and say we are not going to be defined by the challenges. Our situation is not going to be defined by the economic situation. You know, situation, tautology. But let me play devil's advocate for a minute. Mm-hmm. The fact that you can lead a business doesn't necessarily mean that you can lead a country. Because the dynamics are a bit different. So, as much as you have, like, governors who are also leaders in their own field and blah, 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 you also have very weird people. How do you... First, the, the company is your own. So, you can own it. Mm-hmm. Can, but the country is not your own. It's practically just... It belongs to people. It, yes, it belongs to the people. people. Do you understand? Emotions. It belongs to the people. It doesn't just... It's not about you at that point in time. It's not about your brand. It's not that you're, you're the one that invented the country so you can call the ocean. Okay, so I, 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 I totally agree with you. The dynamics are quite different. But they're almost the same because you're still leading people in the business. You have to think of work-life balance. You have to think of people's emotions. How to encourage Emotional them. intelligence. Exactly. You don't just throw task and then you have to look at, at their, their you get you get what i mean 
what if I don't get? <laughs> so what 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 is that other quality you, you looked for in um an entrepreneur in leadership? Quality? I think speaking is a big deal in entrepreneurship. You need to be able to communicate. Communication. Not, like you need to be able to communicate to your people that this is the vision we have. So even if you want to be corrupt. Chad, this is what we are trying to achieve. What and does corruption have to do with no, entrepreneurship? I'm serious though. Like, I mean, not just entrepreneurship. Now, as a business, as a person leading a country, like, if your people want to be corrupt because of how they've had division and how they've been so bought into it, pretty much, they would not want. Like, they will feel guilty <laughs> doing that. I don't know, Chad, but the change, the change. Um... Mantra that was going around during the Nigerian elections, but anyways, let's, let's not go, let's, go there. Let's not go there. <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe I'm overthinking it though, but I really think that communication is a big deal. And as important. a leader, you really need to know how to communicate because you're not just communicating just to your customers, you need to communicate the vision, the mission, the everything your to your people so that they can. Oh, I have a perfect example. So, you know how tough my hair can be, mm-hmm. and I tried the whole naturalista thing because I like practically my hair would burn. My head would burn, like the scalp, it would get burnt. Guys, it's hair, on fire right now. <laughs> and the hair would not relax. So I just said, okay, I'm not relaxing again. Let me just, you know. And I tried doing that. It didn't quite work out either because the hair was really hard. I just one day woke up and said, I'm going to relax again. And same experience back in that circle. So I just sort of give up on my hair. And then I went for a meeting with Daka. I think Daka loved you should pay me. I just went for a meeting, and while we were having this conversation, there was this woman that was just passionate about her. She just kept mentioning, "Is is like, and it's not just how." No product name again, please. I'm okay. I, I won't mention, <laughs> but she was also a product, a hair product person, and she just kept talking about it. The, the passion, the love. We hear her talk about the product. Oh my god! And so, in fact, she bought me over, and I'm actually. I've actually called her. We set an appointment for the hair. My point is, she's not the owner of the brand. But the way she talks about it, you would think she practically fights for that brand. The brand, lives, the brand can do no brand. wrong, pretty much. The brand can do no wrong. So if you can communicate your vision and the authenticity of your product can be strong enough for your own people to be brand ambassadors and own it, you've gotten it right. Yeah, and, and I think one of the biggest problems is that communication is not kept simple. We think communication is about big words, it's about um, extraordinary um, images, graphic design. Communication is actually, should be kept as simple as possible. Make it dummy proof. So that the old woman in the village will see your message and quickly gets it. Your grandmother will understand the message. Should, it depends on your target market. I know, but I, 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 there was this communication book I was looking at and said that if your grandmother doesn't understand the message you're trying to pass across, then you're missing it somehow. Oh, then it's not for her. Yeah, well, I guess, I guess. let's not go into... <laughs> that okay so, but uh, one other thing i noticed as well is brands okay first and foremost some people don't wear their brands they don't advertise their brands on themselves so you're practically not using your product why should somebody else use it that's one true secondly you now force people to use it say your staff i know banks are very responsible for this kind of thing you force your staff to use it but you offer them shitty services very Bad services. Do you expect them to say great things about your, about your brand, or do you want them to keep being in that position of always trying to defend you because you're not living up to expectations? Brand starts internally before it even goes externally. externally exactly. Yeah. So um, yeah. Yeah, and so resilience. Yes, resilience. Is resilience key. is is key. 
See, we are not. We don't live in an ideal world. Things are always going to go wrong. Things are not going to always work out the right way. But a leader that has the can do spirit too will say, "No, let's keep on pushing. The results are not what we want. We keep on. We're going to keep on pushing. We're going to keep on driving our resources to try and make things work." Ah, driving. <laughs> like I'm driving now. All right then. It's really an informative session, and we think you would have a lot to say, of course. So if you have questions, please send it to your questions to questions at the Aberdeen.net or comment in the comment section or send us a tweet or Facebook. Our Facebook, Twitter, and I think Instagram will be coming soon is yes. the Afropreneur. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's it. Or you can call me. If you want my number, ask me. I'll, I'll probably give it to you. Probably. So for entrepreneurs living in Lagos, Nigeria, we're going to be having a workshop in February, right? Um, the workshop will be a pitch deck workshop, basically to teach entrepreneurs how to pitch their businesses, how to drive their slide deck, and all the things that come around that. And um, it's going to cost three thousand there, right? Blessing. So we look forward to having entrepreneurs attend that session. Their perks to it, though. They're not perks, but yeah, good perks actually. Their perks to it. So you get to probably win. A free IBX session. With or, orange. Yes, with Orange Academy. Tell people what Orange Academy is? No. They will read about it on the website. <laughs> and then we also get to you get to um get a little capital, very little capital, to help you encourage you to start your business. Yeah. Have a lovely holiday. Be good. <laughs> share love. Because an entrepreneur actually knows how to share love. Happy holidays, guys. Good solutions. Bye, be awesome. awesome. I don't stop talking. Bye, 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 bye. You've got to save, you've got to save, you've got to save.